0: Good morning, Dr. Rajvans.
1: Good morning.
0: So you've had your dose already? Yes, I
1: had already. Fantastic. <laughs> super early, okay. It's so
0: lovely to have you in the studio with us. Thank okay. you. Okay, let's get to our first phone call of the day. Hi, Juliana. Hello. Uh, Dr. Rajvans is here. What would you like to ask him?
1: Do we get the same dosage for everyone? Like, say, I'm um, even uh, less than 100 pounds. <laughs> what about people who are like, 200 pounds and all that? So what kind um. of dosage do I get? <laughs> it's a standard dosage there's only a fixed dosage everyone will get the same dosage uh, because uh-huh. the idea is for the uh, vaccine to go in and then the body will create antibodies so it doesn't matter your weight whether you're 100 or 200 the I dosage see, is see. exactly the same then we should be healthier at that time right not like having an anything like Yeah, normally i think if you have a fever that is when they will the uh, contraindication but otherwise most of times should be no problem you know, a cough or a flu no issue Thank very much. Oh, okay, g- generally, Thank you. Juliana, you're you're feeling healthy right now. Yes, yes. Sure. Okay, <laughs> a <bit> nervous though. <laughs> yeah, we will go get our vaccination together. I tell you what. <laughs> yes, I'll be going with my siblings. Uh, so I was hoping that we can arrange it in such a way that all three of us will go together. Well, all depends, depends on, on the. day exactly. they, they, they will decide. Yeah. You know, sort of ask them to help us all. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Good Juliana. With that. Thank
0: Hi Peter, what can the doctor do for you?
1: Is it okay to cleanse my body by fasting time to time? Oh, on the rest you yeah, fan of this yeah I think there's uh, no harm you know uh, as long as there's no underlying medical issue that you have I think fasting is everyone does that you know a lot of all over the world different different religion different different mm. people actually do fasting intermittent fasting you know become a big craze because of the you know they say the killing of the senescent cells that are in mm-hmm. the body so it's like detoxifying yeah. but I think just be careful that you know if you're doing it for the first time start slow don't don't become kind of come try a, like a champion and do stay three hours yeah, in yeah. A, uh, you know, three days in a row for example right. so I actually normally just do a 12 hours if, uh, initially and then sometimes do a 16 hour and uh, I've never gone beyond that actually I've never mm-hmm. really gone but I know my friends who do 24 hours, uh, 48 hours three days uh, cleansing but most of them do take water yes that's right. a big question uh, right? Yeah. yeah. so they, as long as you hydrate yourself I think today the intermittent fasting the 16 mm. hour 18 hour fast are mm. very common so no harm I think it's very good uh, it's sort of does help get rid of certain toxins help to kill the, the dead cells they say yeah but Peter have you ever done fasting before um, not yet yeah, so I'm oh, going to give first a try, time. I I've
0: done. I yeah. do fasting daily really when I'm sleeping okay. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
1: I mean I, I find that uh, what I used to do is do something I can do for a long term mm-hmm. and uh, I've been doing this for years I have a, my you know five or six o'clock I have my dinner mm-hmm. and I normally don't have a really heavy dinner if possible and then the next meal is going to be seven you know in the morning or six o'clock oh, to la. Yeah, my to la. yeah, So well, I got 12 hours, you know, mm. th- for the body to detoxify, right, right. to cleanse itself. And that can be very common. You can do it very often.
0: So how differently did you feel when you started to do this sort of just yeah. 12 hour, just sort of uh, more straightforward, you know, I have an early dinner, a light early dinner. I eat breakfast in the morning. How did that change how you felt?
1: I mean, you find basically you sleep better. One thing, you definitely sleep better. me lose weight, you know. So, yep. so, that was easier to maintain my weight. And uh, I think when I get up in the morning, I get up and do my exercise and then uh, I have no issue. Energy levels are good, you know. So, I think something is good to do. I think a lot of people eat too much when, uh, before they go to bed. Yeah. And that can be a problem. It's how you adjust yourself, but you know, go slow, start slowly. Maybe mm-hmm. you can start uh, eight hours, ten hours and then slowly build up from there.
0: Okay, Doctor, so I've got a message from our Digi line from Curious Cat. I did say we can use anonymous names, so sure. oh, this sure. is a great one. I love it. Curious Cat asks what's the different type of COVID nineteen category of infections? For example, how serious is cat one versus cat three or cat five? How many categories are there? There are
1: five categories. So basically category one is when you are asymptomatic, that means you are and these are the dangerous one of people who got no symptoms at all walking around. But they are they have they have, they they have, have COVID, it. you know, and right, by chance right. they go for some screening for whatever reason and then they turn out to be positive. So right. These are ones who can go around spreading without knowing they are spreading okay, the virus. Right. Category two, they have some symptoms, some smile cough, maybe flu, maybe slight fever. Uh, and these are the two categories that they actually let you do home quarantine, you know. Right. Even if you're positive, they don't let okay. you they don't need to admit you, send you home and do home quarantine. Category three is when you already have some sort of chest infection. Mm. You need a bit of oxygen, so this definitely needs. Or three already need oxygen. Yeah, right. So that means they need to get admitted. Uh, Now in category one and two, if you got comorbidities and you're above sixty, they actually admit you. Okay, right. So, but if you're young and you got no uh, other issues, then you can do home quarantine. Mm. Category four is when you got more severe disease. You need uh, support for your, you know, respiratory issue. Category five is when they're very severe disease, multi-organ. Issues And those are very ill patients. Right. So, of course, those are the ones that will be in But there are those I who are like, you, right. they, they're kept in isolation. One person to a room, that's category five, is it? Or no, no. That's category one and two. All right. Category five, you're very I sick. ICU, you, right? You're on ICU and okay, you're okay. ventilated and you're on, you know. Uh, these are ones you see every Dave and the, the health dg will tell you so many number in icu yep, yep. Mm. and so many number on ventilatory support I see. Uh, so right. you know these are the ill ones and these are the ones that you know you know not make it so so okay. those are numbers we actually look at uh, because that will show us whether our our serious disease is getting better and better okay yeah
0: Although GAC vaccine is helping to sort of lessen the severity of the infection yeah, right
1: yeah. that's what what vaccines mm. will do vaccines will even if you do get exposed you won't go into category 4 and 5 hopefully mm. so that that's That's what we want. We don't want people to get sick, so they just recover on their own.
0: Right, Doctor, I've got a message from someone, not sure who here, who says, I've got a question about being allergic to penicillin and any medication related to it. I can't take any antibiotics containing penicillin. Can I take the vaccine? Uh, This person also goes on to say, My niece in Singapore has the same problem plus other health issues. And when she registered for the vaccine, she was not eligible because of this. The health department has asked her to be patient till they're absolutely sure the vaccine is safe for her to take. Can you, good doctor, please... Advice.
1: Yeah, I think right now if you got severe allergy, there's a type of allergy you get if you had anaphylaxis, for example, from anything, They definitely will say you can't take the vaccine. Uh, so they'll see what type of allergy you have. If you have like just some slight rash, they might still allow. But most time, if you severe allergy, they will probably ask you to wait and uh, you know until they are sure. Because I think it's not from the vaccine center itself; it's from the f- the company itself. Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pfizer has said that if you have allergy, then you cannot. Uh, Okay Take the vaccine uh, So they might ask you To wait for the You know The, the one with uh, Inactivated virus The old technology Sort of recently, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Two weeks ago One of our doctors Who got the vaccine Had rash Right So now right. he can't take The second vaccine So it's, once you Already got allergy To the first dose mm-hmm. The second dose Is contraindicated for you okay. So again You have to load All this up To in your MySajatra And see the feedback Because once they see that They will let you know Yes or no Right? Okay. And then they'll see what is the alternative Because ultimately they still want you to get the vaccine So the government will see what is the uh, For this sort of people You know, what is the alternative Should they wait for the different type of vaccine Or wait until more information is available So mm-hmm. uh, still register And then see what's the feedback
0: okay. Because there's so many different kinds Of vaccines yeah, coming out. Of so people?
1: we have to wait and see what will be the safe one For them
0: We've got Wong on the line. What's your question, Wong? So, uh, Doc, I'm a single kidney patient. My remaining kidney is diagnosed as having
1: an early renal teresema, uh disease. So, what does that mean, Doctor? You know, how can I actually prevent future deterioration of this disease. Yeah I mean if you got uh, renal p- parenchymal disease that means your kidney is basically damaged so it all depends on what's the underlying reasons you know do you have diabetes, hypertension or is it some sort of uh, infection uh, you know uh, in early days or is it some sort of like glomerulonephritis that causes a renal parenchymal disease or it's just part of aging so you have to know what's the underlying cause that c- damage your kidney and most important is you must make sure that you don't uh, you know the progression of the kidney doesn't you know keep on getting worse so very important to you know, keep let's say if your blood pressure must be well controlled you got diabetes will be very well controlled avoid any sort of nephrotoxic drugs which are a whole range from painkillers to certain antibiotics and all mm. so when you go and see a doctor you must always tell them I got uh, underlying kidney disease a chronic kidney disease and you know make sure I don't take medication that can harm the kidney keep yourself well hydrated I wouldn't take too much of protein because protein actually the kidney has to work harder and can actually uh, make it worse so we normally recommend about 40 grams of uh, protein a day uh, so again maybe you can see a dietitian that can advise you what are the foods that you can take mm. so all these things are some of the precautions you have to do to make sure that the kidney pr- you know doesn't get worse and you don't want to go into a dialysis uh, of course the doctors uh, will monitor your kidney uh, levels and make sure that your we call it the glomerular filtration rate the EGFR and see what is the level you know most people as long as it doesn't go very low you should be okay but that's one of the things you'll monitor to make sure that your kidney is not getting worse now the thing is once you go on dialysis that's it you you cannot go back from it, is it? No. Once you're, unless it's an acute problem, you know, something. Let's say you got an acute infection that damages mm. your kidney, so it's a short-term dialysis, and your kidney recovers. But uh, once you are chronic disease and you go into dialysis, it's probably gone. Uh, your is already so then it's long-term dialysis. Right.